Welcome guys and gals to the Man Talk Show. I'm Connor Beaton and today we are going to talk about dealing with fear and why fear is an illusion. So recently uh, I had a friend of mine, a close friend of mine, ask me about how I speak on, on public stages because he came and saw me speak earlier this year uh, in front of an audience of like 1,800 people and he said, how do you do it? I'm terrified of public speaking. I want to do more of it. What's your secret? Because I watched you and it was like seamless. Like it was just like you and I were having a conversation, but there were 1,799 other people in this room and you, you just seemed so calm and grounded like we were just sitting here having a coffee. And I turned to him with kind of a smirk on my face, knowing that I was going to be a bit of a smart ass. And I said, well, I just remember that fear is an illusion. And then I go out on stage and I do my thing. And he looked at me with, you know, obviously he was a little bit like, all right, Joker, like, you know, give me the real, give me the real deal here. And I took a deep breath and I just looked at him and I said, look, I just remember in the moment that fear is a byproduct of what other people think of us. We're, we're, we don't live anymore in an environment where we have to constantly be afraid or worried of you know, a predator jumping out of the bush and mauling us and eating us. We, we don't have to be worried about you know, the, the experience of like where our next meal is going to come from, the majority of us. What really terrifies us is what other people will think of us. And the, almost every single experience that you experience in life that when you experience fear is coming from a place of what other people will think of you. It's a worry about what other people will think of you. A perfect example of this is when I was a kid, I hated speaking. I hated reading in front of my classmates. I had ADHD. I wasn't very good at reading in front of people. I was a little bit dyslexic. And, and just the thought of reading in front of people would freak me out. And I wasn't a very good reader as it was. And so when it came time to read in front of the class, I would always tense up and I would get super tight and then I would stutter more and then I would read slower and I'd have to go like word by word because I'd be so freaked out. And all of that fear, all the tension I felt in my body, all the worry that I had was all worry about what other people would think of me. How would they judge me? How would they criticize me? What would they think of me if I didn't get it right? And you see, we live in this culture where that is so dominant and he said, my, so my friend said, well, how do you actually get through that? How do you actually push through that? And I said, one very simple but very powerful thing. I remember that I am what I love and not what loves me. I am what I love and not what loves me. And what that means to me is that, look, we live in this very consumer-based society and this very consumer-based culture. And it's easy for us to forget that we are not the things, we are not the things that we own. But we're sort of trained and taught through our upbringing and through commercials and society and news and everything that we are only accepted culturally and societally when other people accept us, when other people embrace us. And so we live our lives trying to build our identity, trying to build our life in such a way that we don't have to worry about other people criticizing us. And so we put ourselves in these little boxes. And, and when the opportunities come up for us to actually be criticized, that's when we experience the most fear. The, the, the fear of going out on our own, of quitting our corporate job and building the business that we want. Well, what will people think of me if I actually go do that? What will people think of me if I go do that and then I fail and I don't succeed? And so it stops us from going to do that. And sometimes our fears are about people that aren't even on this planet anymore. Some people have fears that are so deeply ingrained from their parents. It's like, I can't go do that because what will my mom and my dad think of? 
of me, but their mom and dad aren't even there anymore. Or what would my wife, my, what would my ex-wife think of me? And you're not even there, like you're divorced. You've been divorced for five or 10 years. And so we hold ourselves back. We, we put ourselves into these containers because we are so concerned that in order to have love, we need to get it from other people. And that means that we need to wear the right clothes and we need to drive the right cars and we need to have the right job titles and we need to write the right books so that the right people can approve us. And we need to do all of these things in order to get approval so that we can be loved, so that we don't have to experience the fear of separation. So we don't have to experience the fear of judgment and criticism and not being validated. And so when we allow ourselves to shift into the mindset of, I am what I love. Because when I step out onto a stage, I remember that I am what I love. And what I love to do is speak in front of people. What I love to do is share a message. What I love to do is live my purpose and talk about the things that I really care about and teach and mentor people and coach them and guide them and challenge them and question their thought processes. And when I can do that, I am doing what I love and I am that which I love. And so the more I can lean into that space, the more it gives me permission to not worry about the voices that are outside of me, to not worry about all the people that might judge me, to not worry about, well, when I step on stage, I might not say the right thing. I might not say the right thing in the right order. I might piss some people off. Some other people might hate what I have to say. Some other people might think that I'm out of my freaking mind. And that's okay. That's their prerogative. That's their choice. They might, they just might not understand where I'm at and maybe they don't ever want to. And that's okay. And when I can remember that I can let go of the judgments and the criticisms and everything else that I would experience in that moment that would normally hold me back because I am so riddled with fear. And when we experience fear cognitively and mentally, it has an emotional response in our body and it actually has a physical response in our body. And we tense up and we grip and our mind goes blank and all of those things happen all because of the belief that I am what loves me. I am what other people think of me. I am the judgments of other people. I am the criticisms of other people. I am all of those experiences. And so when we come back to I am what I love, we can let go of fear and we can lean into our gifts. We can lean into our life purpose. We can step more fully into the direction that we are meant to walk. So that's what I have for you today. Please man it forward. Share this with one person. Don't forget to hit subscribe below. And if you're tuning into this on the podcast, whether you're on Spotify, Stitcher, or iTunes, definitely leave a review, leave a rating, subscribe. And until next week, it's Connor Beaton signing off.